Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey, folks, welcome to another Wednesday night. Trust you're doing well. And uh, boy, I tell you what, time's rolling on, isn't it? Here we are in, in December, and uh, and Christmas is just a few weeks away. I, I'm always excited about Christmas. And uh, it, uh, if you haven't seen Pastor Scott's uh, message on Sunday, go back online and you can find it on our website. Pick that up. He's starting a, a Christmas series here, uh, uh, and it's, it's really good stuff. So I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Hey, tonight I want to continue on about with the, what I started last week about joy-filled living. How I many of you know we're, we're to be the most joyous people in the world? Amen. Because we know where our destination is. We know that Jesus died for us. And I read this scripture last week, but Jesus had joy. And, and joy is a fruit of the Spirit. So we should walk in joy and we should, we should cultivate joy in, in our lives. So in Rome, or Hebrews 12... Chapter 2, or 12, I'm sorry, Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2, it says, Therefore also, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. How many of you know you got a race to run? And we're to run it with joy, amen? Well, it goes on to say, looking unto Jesus. If you're going to run this race, you're going to have to be looking unto Jesus, not the way the world's doing things, not what's going on around you. you got to look unto Jesus. The author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy, I said, listen, to that, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. You know, in the Amplified, it says, for the prize that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So Jesus had joy, but we're to walk in joy too. He says, my joy, my peace, I leave unto you. He left us these things so we could continue on with the ministry he began. Amen? Amen. So we talked about this last week. We talked about how you cultivate joy, uh, how you how you, uh, how you you have joy and... and uh, uh, like I said, it's a fruit of the Spirit. and But in, in Psalm 511, the Amplified, and you, I'm reviewing a few of these, but let all those who take refuge and put their trust in you, who, meaning who? In God, in the Father, uh, rejoice. Let them ever sing and shout for joy. Do you ever shout for joy? <laughs> I was I was watching the ball game the other night. Well, I, actually, last night, the Illini won. I, you know, it makes you want to get up and shout. Well, a lot of people were shouting, but we have a, even a better reason. This is just temporal things here. A better reason. Shout for joy because you made a covering over them and defend them. Let those also who love you, your name, be joyful and in, in you and be in high spirits. We're to be in high spirits, my friends. We're not to be in sad and depressed and run down. I know circumstances can cause us to be uh, a little edgy, a little off, but we, we don't have to be. It's an attitude thing, isn't it? It's an attitude. Uh, you know, how do we begin to do that? Well, I wrote down some things. Wh- ways we can increase joy in our life is to begin to confess it. 
Lord, I thank you for the joy of the Lord is my strength. The power of God works in me. You know, over in Psalm 34, uh, uh, the, the psalmist wrote, uh, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. How many of you know when you put praise in your mouth, you're bringing up the joy of the Lord? And that's what David did. Uh, over in Psalm, or Proverbs 15, 23, a man has joy by the answer of his mouth and a word spoken in season, how good it is. So we can speak out those things for ourselves and be able to walk in joy. Proverbs 18, 20 says a man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. In the Message Bible, I love this. Words satisfy, words satisfy the mind as much as fruit does the stomach. Good talk is as gratifying as a good harvest. Amen? What, what are you saying? Don't allow the enemy to steal your joy. Don't allow the enemy to come in and take the words of God out of your mouth. Put the words of God in your mouth. See, we, we can have a harvest of joy. We can have a harvest of, of life and, and, and blessing if we begin to speak it. You know, as a man thinketh, so is he. Why, why is that? Because what you're thinking, you're going to end up coming out of your mouth. So begin to speak what God speaks. Joy, it's an inward motivation for all we do. How, what are you motivated by? Well, I'm, I like to be think that I'm motivated by joy. And in Psalm or in uh, Prop, get it right, Mike. In Philippians, chapter the whole chapter talks about joy in a in a sense. But Paul wrote, he prayed for the Philippians, that Philippian church, with joy, delight in the Amplified. He prayed with delight for them. Why? Because they were serving God. In uh, Philippians four four, it reads, "Rejoice in the Lord when always." Well, I'm going through stuff and I got, no, rejoice in him. Rejoice in him. It says this, delight, gladden yourself in him again. And I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So he tells us to do that. In Romans 15, 13 in the Amplified, may the God of your hope so fill you with all joy, peace in the believing through the experience of your faith, that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound and be overflowing, bubbling over with hope. Man, it ought to be evident in you that there's something greater in you than what's going on around you or, or you know, what's happening to you. Amen? That's, now, last week, that's where I ended up. So, uh, and we're going to continue on now. Now, sources of the believer's joy is several fold. In other words, there's a lot of things that help you to understand if you begin to think about this. Well, first of all, fellowship with the Father and His Son. I'm going to turn to First uh, John. You can turn to these. You can write them down and look at them later. But First John, my Bible is falling apart. I've had this Bible. I've got a number of Bibles. I've had this one for about 30 years. And, and it's one of my favorite, it is my favorite Bible, but I think I'm going to have to retire this for too long. But in 1 John chapter 1, it says this in verse 3, that which we have seen and heard, we declare to you that you may also have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you that your joy may be full. 
Amen. Aren't you glad you can have fellowship? We, we don't have to go to somebody on, in this earthly suit and say, I want, I want you to talk to God for me. We can have fellowship with the Father and, and the, the Trinity of, the, uh, of, of God by just receiving him. That brings joy to me. I don't know about you. I don't want to have to go to a second party or a third party to get audience with, with God. Now, and, uh, and victory, uh, well, let's see. Also, the word of God brings joy. Over in Jeremiah 15, I want to turn to that. Uh, uh, let me get to it. Victory over sin and hell. Do you ever think about that? victory over sin and hell but his word let me let me find this 15:16 he Jeremiah the prophet said this your words were found and i ate them and your word was it was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart so when you have the word of god you can rejoice because it's truth there's all kinds of things going on in the world today lies and uh, deceit and all that but his word is truth. Amen? Uh, and also victory over sin, death, and hell brings joy. Ephesians 1, 7. Aren't you glad you're not on your way to hell? I don't know about you. I am. Well, Mike, you shouldn't be talking about hell on, the, on, on this video. Yes, I should. Because there's two destinations after this life. <laughs> the elevator's either going up or the elevator's going down. And we better be on the ones going up. Amen? But Ephesians 1, 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins to, according to the riches of his grace. Doesn't that bring joy to you that you know that your sin has been forgiven, been wiped out, destroyed? Amen. Amen. I, I don't know about you. It does me. It helps me to know that God has forgiven me of all the unrighteous things I've done. Amen. Amen. Uh, number three, repentance brings joy. In Luke uh, chapter 15, verse 7 and 10. Uh, repentance. How many of you know repentance? We should have up-to-date repentance. It should be when we've done something wrong, when, it, when, our, uh, when we know in our heart we've, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. Repent. I repent. Repentance is not just saying I'm sorry. Repentance is turning away from what you've been doing. Amen? But in, in Luke 15, verse 7. I say to you that likewise there will be more joy, what joy, in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just persons who need no repentance. In verse 10, it says this, Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angel of God over one sinner who repents. Repentance brings joy. Listen, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Good thing. It'd be like, like you're, you know, for those of you who have children, when they've done something wrong and they come, I'm sorry, I, 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 you know, I forgive me. I don't, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I did it maybe intentionally, but I'm sorry for what I did. Doesn't that bring joy to your heart? Well, it's even more so when we go to the Heavenly Father and say, Father, forgive me. <laughs> and he's faithful and just, according to 1 John 1, 9, right? He's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, number four, the Lord's word, revelation, commandments, and promises. In John 15, verse 11, uh, these things which I have spoken to you, 
that my my joy might remain in you and that you might your joy might be full how many of you want fullness of the joy he's get the words of jesus as as the prophet prophet said i found the words of god and i i ate them and i brought joy to me it will bring joy to you to know the truth amen as jesus told his disciples if you continue in my word you're my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. That's in John 8, 31 and 32. Now, number five, prayer brings joy. In, in uh, John 16, 24, Jesus is speaking, Until now you have asked me nothing. Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. When you're praying, you ask the Lord for things. You ask the Lord to direct your path. You ask the Lord for what he's promised in your in his word. Amen? That, that should bring joy to you that you can go to God Almighty and he hears your prayers when you pray according to his word and his will. How about number six? Presence and fellowship of believers. In 1 John 1, there's a lot of scripture here, but you can write these down and look them up later. 1 John 1, verse 3. Did I read this already? Yeah, I think I did. But that's all right, I'm going to read it again. 3 and 4. Which we have, that which we have seen and heard, we declare to you that we all, you also may have fellowship with us. Isn't it good to have fellowship with other believers? Like-minded believers that put their faith in the Word of God and their trust in Him. That, that brings joy. I don't know about you, it does me. Converts. I mean, you know, we're, we're all to be converted. <laughs> Converts to the kingdom of God. Back in Luke, uh, well, let me just read this. It's says 1 Thessalonians 2, 19 and 20. For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Are not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus at his coming? For you are our glory and joy. When somebody gets converted, we ought to have the most joy. We ought to shout as the angels did in heaven. And what more joy in heaven when, when one, one person uh, gives their life to Christ. We ought to be happy about it. Amen? Because many of you prayed for people that, that need to have God in their life, which we all do, right? Hearing that others walk in the truth. Now, this is over in 3 John, verses one, uh, uh, chapter 1, verse 4. 3 John, chapter 1, verse 4. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Now, what, what he's talking about there, as, as the aged apostle, that was John, referred to his converts and other believers under his guidance as his children. In other words, when you hear about those things. No greater truth. Why well, I, I like to say it, I'm thankful that my children are, are born again, that are serving God. My family is, is, has accepted Christ, amen? There's no greater joy than that, that, that we're all going to be gathered together and rejoice in heaven someday. That should bring joy to you. And if, if you've got people you know that aren't serving God, aren't, have ever accepted Jesus Christ, you ought to be praying for them. Pray for them. Lord, reveal yourself to them. Uh, that they might come to know you. Amen? That's the greatest thing. Giving. How about giving brings joy? Giving should bring joy. You know, it's, Jesus said it's more blessed to give than to receive. Well, that seems funny, doesn't it? It's just something about that. Have you ever given somebody something that, 
uh, either anonymously or or they, they couldn't pay you back or you didn't want to be paid back, you just gave it to them because there's something about that that just blesses you. I don't know, I hope it blesses you anyway. In the message job, uh, message Bible, in Luke 6, 38, it says, give away your life. You ever think about that? You have one life to live. What are you doing with it? Are you hoarding it up to yourself? Just kind of being an old miser? Or are you giving life away? You'll find life given back, but not merely given back, given back with bonus and blessing. Giving, not getting, is the way. Generosity begets generosity. Give, and it shall be given unto you. That's what in the, in the King James. It's given, it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, shall men give into your bosom. In other words, you'll get it back, but don't do it for that reason. Do it because you want to bless people. Amen? Amen. Be a giver, not a taker of time, gifts, talents, finances, everything. Share what God has given you. That's the, in order to be a blessing. And I guarantee you, it will bring you joy. Amen? Amen. Now listen, I want to tell you something. When you give something away, let it go. Don't go around saying, well, they did this with what I gave them or they didn't do this. It's, it's gone. You know why? Because we give as unto the Lord. We do as unto the Lord. Do all you do, the Bible says, as unto the Lord, not unto men, for it's he that rewards and repays. That's when you give into a church, you give into an individual, you give into people, whatever. And they go out and they don't spend it the way you think it should be spent, if it's money or something like that. Let it go. You gave it as good in good faith as unto the Lord. So you don't get burned, amen? Uh, give freely and gener uh, generously. Joy is stimulated when we give. Give the message of salvation. How many of you ever thought of that? Give the message of salvation. Ben said that no man can sincerely help someone else without, without helping themselves. Boy, is that good. We're to, <laughs> uh, depressed and lonely. Uh, go help someone. Vessels of God's life and love. Ask, uh, ask for God for opportunities to bring someone joy into someone else's life. Amen? Now, how do we rekindle joy? It's important that we can rekindle joy. I think joy can be rekindled. Amen? Well, first of all, reflect on what God has done and given to us, or you. Amen? In Romans 8.32, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Think about what he's given us. How blessed we are. Yeah, we may not have everything in this life. You know, that's, Jesus said in this life you'll have tribulation, you'll have trials, you have troubles. But be of good cheer. Well, good cheer. How can you be of good cheer and not have joy? Amen? Be of good cheer for I have overcome the world, meaning thereby you can too. Amen? I always think of the story of, of George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life. You remember George gave all sorts of things out and then he was... Uh, threatening to take his own life because of some things that somebody had stolen money from him and from the from the firm and everything and and uh but i always like it uh that was uh, jimmy stewart and and uh, oh uh it'll come to me in a second but his wife prayed for him he said she says come on Let's go pray for, uh, you know, pray for him. They prayed for him and a miracle happened. And here, here's his brother. All these people came in and gave in 
and helped him. He had been a giver all his life. And Donna Reed was her name. And, and so at the last, at the very last, I always love the last 10 minutes of It's a Wonderful Life. I've watched it many times. If I, if I sketch it all, because here it comes. His brother flew in, it was a war hero, had flew in in a, in a storm, and they gave a toast, and he gives a toast to, my, uh, the, 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 uh, to his brother, the richest man in town. He wasn't rich because he had all the money. He was rich because he gave so much, and so many, he blessed so many people. How many of you know that? It's, <laughs> when we reflect on what God's done for us, it makes it easier to give to somebody else, doesn't it? Listen, God's not mad or angry or withholding any good thing from us. He paid the highest price. God so loved us, he gave his son. God's love, and, and it will never change. He sees uh, what you can be rather than who you are. Amen? You ever think about that? He sees a potential in all of us. When I was going down the road of destruction, and that's what you are if you don't know Jesus Christ, he interrupted me and gave me a life to, a life of blessing. So I'm a blessed man. You can be a blessed person. Begin to call yourself blessed. Why? Because Jesus Christ lives in me. It goes on, God thinks good things, thoughts about you. Creating, uh, growing creation in your life. I'm growing. What Jeremiah 29, 11. Our God thinks good thoughts about us. Good thoughts of success and, and prosperity and all the things that he promised. He, he will give unto us. So we're to be grateful to God for what he has done on a daily basis, confessing, Lord, I thank you and praise you. You've truly blessed me and I thank you for it. Secondly, be careful examination of our heart. Listen, always have up-to-date uh, checkups. <laughs> you know, doctor checkups, we do these things. We check our engine oil and we, you know, our gas gauges or whatever, or your tire pressure in your car and you check things at home and you're always making sure things are going well. But here's what 2 Corinthians 13, 5 says what we're to do. Examine yourselves, whether you be in faith, and prove yourselves. Uh, in the Message Bible, it says, test yourself to make sure you're solid in the faith. Don't drift along taking everything for granted. Give yourself regular checkups. Amen. It's just good stuff. I mean, we, we should have regular checkups. I've mentioned this before, and I've, I'll mention it again. There was uh, some time ago, you can find it on the website, Pastor Scott preached a message on 10 simple things to do to help you walk in faith. Now, there are more things. you can, I obviously know that, but I've got it on my desk, those 10 simple things, and I look at it regularly. Am I living up to what this, this says about the truth? Amen? So we can all do that. Spiritual checkups, what are we checking? Our attitude, our motivation. Are we full of love and joy and goodness and mercy and peace and kindness and compassion? Or are we just kind of going through life? Amen? Looking at it like the world does. Our first love... <laughs> the joy of God, we can be refilled. Excitement, ambassadors for Christ. How many of you know you're an ambassador for Christ? We're just passing through this life. Heaven is really our home. Am I looking for opportunities to bless someone? What a great time of the year to do that right now. Don't worry about all the things you might get. What can you give somebody else? Are you living your life for eternity? That's the way we should be, because this is all gonna pass someday. Everybody knows that. Well, I'm hoping to live another, to be 100, 105. I don't know if I do or not. <laughs> but I'm telling you this. 
it's all going to go at some point. Hey, how about number three? Rekindle our joy. Serve and bless. In Galatians 6, 10, it says, have, As we have opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto the, those who are of the household of faith. Amen? That's what we're to do. We're to be a blessing to somebody else. Get you're going to church. I don't know if you go to church here. If you don't, get involved. Be served. Serve others. It brings joy to know that you're doing something. You know, uh, we only usually need one pastor to preach or one person to speak at a time. We need band members. We need uh, people that clean the bathrooms. We need people that serve uh, meals and whatever we got going on. Serving uh, children's ministry as teachers and helpers, uh, ushers and all sorts of things. I, wherever you may go to church, I'm sure they have something according. Say, hey, let me be a part of that. Amen? Amen. Get involved. So important to get involved. And Charles Spurgeon, the great Charles preacher Charles Spurgeon said, Holy joy will oil the wheels of your life, life's machinery. Holy joy will strengthen you for your daily labor. Holy joy, joy will beautify you and give you an influence over the lives of others. Amen. You'll be a blessing. You're blessed to be a blessing. You'll, you'll begin to have joy. You'll begin, people will look at you. What kind of legacy do you want to leave? You want to leave a leg, oh, they just kind of went through life. No, be a blessing to somebody. Go out today. If you go out to a restaurant somewhere, give a smile and give us some joy to the waiters or waitresses. Or when you go to a convenience store or when you go to shopping or whatever you do, let the joy of the Lord be your strength. Let it overflow in you. And you, you'll be blessed and, and you'll just sense the blessings of God. In Proverbs 15, 15, it says, All the days of the afflicted are evil, but that... That is a, uh, has a merry heart, has a continual feast. Amen? Amen. Uh, my cup to your family, my cup runneth over. Family of God, not the devil, hope and a future, joy and not sadness. When a man, uh, listen to this, when a man is gloomy, everything seems to go wrong. But when he's cheerful, everything seems to go right. Amen. Over in Psalm 1611, Great, great psalm. In the presence of the Lord is fullness, fullness, fullness of joy. We ought to get ourselves in the presence of the Lord every day and walk in the joy of the Lord. I'm, I'm telling you, it'll bless your life. It'll bless you, not only you, but it'll bless others. And that's what we're called to do. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you that you've given us the joy of the Lord. It's inside of us. Help us to bring it out and be a blessing to others as you've blessed us. Let us rejoice in the God of our salvation. Let us lift up the praises of God and magnify him in everything we do. Let's call upon the name of the Lord and walk in his presence because there we have everything we need, fullness of joy, and it goes on to say pleasures forevermore, evermore. So we thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, you've redeemed us for such a time as this. May we be a blessing to others as you blessed us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's been good to be with you. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org.
And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.